Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. Alberta Doctors Digest is the authoritative voice of healthcare in Alberta. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the Alberta Medical Association member survey. Now that survey was done by TWI Surveys, and I have with me, he's actually joining me remotely while I'm in studio, it's Ryan Williams from TWI Surveys. Ryan, thanks for joining me. Good afternoon, Marvin. I'm glad to be here. Now, Ryan, when was the survey done, and what did the participation look like? We did this survey between February 26th and March 5th of this year, and we had almost 1,400 participants uh, take the survey. And that, that gave us a, a really good response uh, with a diverse uh, set of members across the province uh, from both uh, family medicine and, and specialty practices. Okay, so just so that we're clear, there are about 14,000 members, and this represents a, a really good representative response rate, correct? It sure does. So we were at 10% in this sample because we wanted to give everybody an opportunity to participate in the survey, which is normal in this range. We expect between 8 and 12% of members to participate in these longer form surveys, which is this is one of them. Okay, and this all, this all makes it very statistically valid, which is what we want. And what really stood out for you with respect to what's on the minds of doctors in the province of Alberta? Well, it, it actually, there, there's some new emerging things. At the same time, there's some longer-term systemic issues that just keep consistently showing up for members, uh, and it's building. And so what I, what I heard members really saying is that it's not getting any easier. Uh, their, their, their patient loads, their, the complexity of cases, the demands on their time and their practices continues uh, to be more and more pressured. At the same time, we did see some great insights around positive things that are happening uh, where they've seen some progress. But it's it's fractured. It's it's not uh, it's not shared across the board, and so for the average member, uh, they see potentially their costs going up. They see their workload going up, uh, and they really are keen to seeing that quality healthcare happen. Uh, and they may be frustrated with the fact that they have a hard time delivering that because of the barriers uh, that they experience in the system. How are they feeling about the overall complexity of practicing medicine in Alberta? Probably be no surprise to the listeners of this show, but they believe it's getting harder. Uh, be it uh, the treatment with opioids and then the opioid issues, uh, the aging population and the complexity of care that comes from that, uh, the different care options that are out there right now and, and the interrelationships that they have uh, within the system with other care providers. All of these add layers of complexity to how do we accurately and, and effectively access, treat, and, and support our patients through the system. And how are they feeling about things like, uh, like fragmented communication and, and specialized care and those kinds of interfaces? It's interesting. So to the member, they might not realize how fragmented the communication system is. What they experience is they don't have the information or they have inconsistent information. Uh, now, from the, the analyst side of things, I'm able to see the different channels of communication and where is their access or consistent access uh, to members to keep them informed. And, and the truth is it's just a very difficult uh, process uh, 
Many of them still rely on email uh, as the primary source of information. As you can imagine, uh, we don't read all our emails. And so just simply by them receiving information can be very inconsistent with what they're aware of. And so even when we see progress in some areas of the system, it might not be shared or basically aware of uh, with other folks that aren't experiencing it directly. And so even just tracking when we're making progress can be a real challenge uh, for, for individual members. So is all of this complexity and, and the communication issues, are they resulting in burnout then? Burnout is definitely present in the system right now. And, and based on 20 years of reading the comments from members, I would just say it's more prevalent today than it has been. So physicians have never had a time where their work was easy. It's always been demanding. They've always had to keep up with education uh, and difficult care places. But the layers of, of needs for them to change within the system uh, how they deliver practice, how they access different resources, the pressures put upon them by patients themselves who have different expectations uh, with access to technology and different things. All of these things are conspiring to really add to that workload and that, that stress that happens uh, for the average physician. And so, yes, there are more physicians experiencing burnout today, uh, which is much different than what we look at when we say to engagement. Physicians today care just as much as they always have about quality outcomes. Uh, they, they want to see the best for their patients, and, and it frustrates them when they can't get that. But yet, you know, there's only so much of them to go around. And so we see, so we see both those things happening when they give us feedback. They have a great idea and a shared idea of what success looks like and what it should look like for their patients. And yet, uh, they don't necessarily have the capacity to go through the changes to get there. Now, of course, physicians are famous not only as people who can see the problems, but can also make really constructive suggestions for solving problems. What are you hearing there? We definitely get lots of feedback around where some of the solutions may lie. The challenge is different physicians will look at different parts of of the strategies or tactics to to make progress. And so what we don't get is a consistent view of what the ideas are to go forward, but we get a a diverse variety of what effective strategies might be. So physicians do agree that the current state isn't sustainable, that there's better ways of doing things. They also agree that some of the ways things are done today don't support the changes that they would see as positive into the future, be it more collaborative care, uh, different ways of, of accessing and creating opportunities for their patients within the system, uh, the ability to have a continuity of care in the system. All those things would be shared. Okay, the, these things are, are what need to be addressed. And so they know what the outcome is and they share that outcome. But the path to get there, they have a, a great diversity of views on that. And so well, one physician might talk about fee-for-service still being absolutely necessary because it, it, it supports productivity. In essence, we, we have to meet the demand of how many patients are there. And if we went away from that way of paying ourselves, uh, we would r- reduce the productivity and we can't manage that with the current amount of resources. Or someone else would say, you know, we really need to change how we're paid because it doesn't incent us to have the quality and depth of care we need with these complex patients. And so both things are true. Uh, and yet, you know, they don't necessarily share that opinion. So some of them might suggest different, shall we say, business arrangements, while others might be looking to maybe technology? Definitely, uh, and and an openness to those different elements would depend on do they believe it's an effective strategy? So differing views on what's effective, and then there's differing ideologies. It's it's a broad profession like any profession, and so people will say, hey, we need market-based solutions. 
We need more freedom to experiment with what we do. And others would say, you know what, I just want to be a great physician. I think the government or the bureaucracy should take care of creating the positive work environment we need to operate within. And so you see very different solutions uh, based on which physicians providing the, the feedback on the path forward. So it seems to me in terms of, of solving the challenges that there's really maybe a, a matrix of solutions. It's, it's not really just one solution is going to solve everything. That is definitely true. That is definitely true. And I think what's helpful in, is to come back to all physicians and say, hey, you really do share a view of what is needed in the system and you do share the outcomes. Those strategies to get there will require ongoing consultation and support so people understand why the different strategies that are deployed are being taken uh, because they don't start with the same expectation of what effectiveness would look like uh, to what will actually shift and change in the system. Understood. Well, anything else before we wrap up? You know, there are different issues. And so many times in the health system, we say things aren't changing, but we do see new changes. So we see that family physicians are accessing specialists in new ways, and we've reduced some of those times. And so we see positive changes in that way. Uh, we do know that continuity of care is more difficult than it used to be for a variety of reasons. EMRs many years ago didn't exist, and now they're fully adopted. Now there's different opportunities to get much better in that area, but it shouldn't be lost on all the change that the system's gone through in the last number of years. And interestingly enough, we used to be in a place in Alberta where physician shortage was just the standard, and now what we have is inequity. We have regions with shortages and other regions with overpopulation. And so every physician across the province could be experiencing very different work challenges uh, because of that. And so we need to track these changes. Uh, we need to understand what's systemic, and so what are those big unchanging pieces. And we also need to be able to pick up on the progress that's been made and track those pieces. I think everybody in the system and physicians need this is to know that things can get better, that when they've tried things and worked on them, that they have improved, and to be able to tease that out from the regular and systemic challenges that they experience and the frustrations they experience where things haven't changed as quickly as they'd like. And Ryan, how are physicians feeling about recognition? Recognition is incredibly important, but it's not a selfish piece. It, it really is that physicians and their roles require a great deal of responsibility and, and sacrifices for them to deliver quality care. And so it really is a sense of, are we respected? And so be it by their colleagues, by other people within the health system. And that respect can show up in different ways. You know, are they being acknowledged that increased costs, increased complexity is happening? Are they seeing that this is challenging for them? Do people take appreciation of that? And it does relate to compensation. When they fall behind in compensation or feel like those things aren't happening, it really strikes as, do you recognize uh, what we're doing and the kind of responsibility that we play and the important role that we play in the Alberta healthcare system and in the lives of Albertans. Well said. Well, thanks, Ryan. Uh, thanks for joining us today for this interview. And of course, we want to encourage our listeners to actually go to Alberta Doctors Digest to read the full story. And there's plenty of information there. Take a deep dive and get right into the details about what physicians are saying, what's really on their minds. Again, thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Marvin. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.